You're listening to the Epic Arcade Podcast, where we talk about all things gaming, sometimes in gaming. Kelvin, Afik, take it away. My my first Indonesian word was goblo. Because my, my Indonesian... It's like stupid, right? Yeah, because my we we grew up with Indonesian meat, me and Marcus. Because my, yeah. my parents were like, you know, busy being adults or trying to be adults. So it's like yeah. when, whenever we do Aren't something... We all, right? Yeah. When, when whenever we do something stupid, my baby like, eh, jangan goblok. I was like, oh, okay lah. <laughs> I, 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 I always thought it was like a pet name. Jangan. Yeah. Jangan <laughs> goblok. You, you thought goblok was your pet name? Yeah, <laughs> dude, I always thought like goblok was like a pet well, name. I think I grew up. If you thought goblok like, was your... If you thought Goblok was your pet name, then you are Goblok, bro. <laughs> I definitely am, man. Anyways. Hold on, hold on. Afi, give me a second. Give me a second. I want to say this right. Dude, one thing about Mandarin, one thing about Mandarin, it's a it's it's a very it's a very soft spoken language, right? It's it's Right, okay, right? okay, 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 hold on. There, there you go. Ooh, that's perfect. Right? And bye everybody. This is the Epic Arcade Podcast, and we are the Epic Arcade Boys, your video game best friend. My name is Kelvin, and I've been playing, dude, I've been playing so much games, which I'll be talking about late, later. Yep. And my name is Afik K, and you all know what I've been playing, man. Uh, but surprisingly, uh, I've, I haven't been playing Apex. I've, I've, sorry, I haven't been playing Warzone. I've been playing Apex. Season 10. Let's go, Seer. That's my I, new main, man. This is, this is, I think, the first time in all 10 seasons of Apex, Afik. That I have yep. never that I didn't jump into Apex when a new season dropped. This is the first time. Yeah, like, and, and, I, the, and the funny thing is, like, this is the time where like Apex changed a lot of things, and you're not seeing it. Dude. Yeah, I know. Like, get it? I I see what you did there, dude. You know, they got a new seer, and then I'm not seeing it. Is that what, is that what you're trying to do, yep. buddy? Yeah, yeah, I I un, I, I un, meant that unintentional. I meant puns. that for sure. Unintentional. No, no, puns. It, it, it was intentional. Sure, 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 I'm a I'm a content king, man. Con- I got it. It's all, it's all in here. It's all in my head. It's okay. All. Anyways, uh, we've Shooting we've been out. we've been Genius. playing. I've been playing a lot of games, and I think after like a whole quarter. Remember last episode we did say I think it's like a quarterly player. Like yeah. one, one quarter yeah. he's playing Monster Hunter, the other quarter he's playing COD, and this brand new quarter he's finally playing Apex Legends again. I'm I'm actually quite surprised you haven't been touching FIFA in a in a while. I I haven't heard you. Speak I do touch FIFA. FIFA, man. Oh, but but it's just like like here and there. FIFA is that game where like after I'm done gaming, after I'm done streaming, after I'm done like playing Apex or COD, I just jump on FIFA with uh with trolling. Oh dude, that's like, like me with games. Pornhub, so we, man. we actually do that. Um <laughs> uh, me too. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, uh yeah. Uh, last <laughs> <laughs> Pornhub or X videos. Uh 
Anyways, last week we we talked about a couple of uh, we talked about games in August that you should really check out. Uh, we touched on Twelve Minutes. Uh, we touched on The Ascent. We touched on Alien Fire. Alien team, Fire really, Team and a couple more games. And we also talked about uh, Pokemon Unite, a game that I've been so addicted on that my Switch feels so relieved that I'm touching it all over again. Uh, mm-hmm. So <laughs> I've been playing The Ascent. And recently, I finally got my open beta for Back for Blood, which is like a four-day yep. open beta. And for the Pokemon Unite and the topic of MOBA, we are actually visiting the topic next week with a Epic Arcade audience. Uh, his name is Iqbal, and I am really looking forward for Iqbal to come onto the show and talk to us, like me and Afik, two person who don't know much about mobile games and just break down what's yeah. the difference with like like Dota, uh, uh, Heroes of the Storm, League of Legends, and also Pokemon Unite. So stay tuned for that, guys. So like I said, last week we did talk about the Ascent and after uh-huh. after the after the recording, uh my money came in, right? My my freelance money came in and I was like, hmm, I do have a bit of disposable income. What should I do with that? I wanna go for I wanna right? go shopping. Yeah, I wanna go shopping. And knowing that we're still in a pandemic, cases are jumping like 20k. Oh yeah, but guys, by the way, speaking about 20k cases, I hope you guys are doing safe. Get get vaccinated, be fully vaccinated, and even if you're fully vaccinated, just be aware of your surroundings, okay? There's a lot of stories yeah. out there where people are fully vaccinated and are still transmitting the Delta variant. And speaking about the Delta variant, I think, do you hear that it has involved again? Yeah, Delta Plus. Yeah, Delta Plus, right? Next, next you will get like Delta Plus Pro and then you have to pay a DLC. <laughs> Delta Pro Max. Yeah, Delta Pro Max Plus XL, right? Anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about the pandemic. Uh, yes, DSN. So I went and and bought it. I even got mm-hmm. I even got a, a a brand new Xbox controller. I even got a brand new hey. Xbox controller. And 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 and, and I, I got my brother to to 3D print this for me. Uh so for the podcast audiences out there, I 3D printed a, a Xbox stand, Xbox controller stand, which fits nicely. It's a very Yeah, I kinda pretty. want you to make one for me, man. Yeah, I told Marcus about it already. We are gonna print it for you later. So nice. So I'll just pass I'll it on pay to you. you for the. I'll pay you for the. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> it's it's. Uh, <laughs> oh oh shit, shit! Shit! Bless your soul, buddy. Ah, uh, bless me. I ain't gonna cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay. So the ascent. Last week we did dabble into a bit of like what the ascent is about. So just a quick breakdown. Yeah. Uh, the ascent is a twin stick action RPG shooter. It is isometric, top down view, and it's cyberpunk theme. How I will explain to people is like you remember the aesthetic for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Of course, it's basically that, but with more life, more colors, more cyberpunk, and it's. Not as uh, I mean, like Cyberpunk twenty seven, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is not as polished as the Ascent. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, right. So it it it's it takes place in a futuristic dystopian in a world called Valis, controlled by a mega corporation called the Ascent Group. And throughout the story, the Ascent Group kind of collapse, and you and a band of mercenaries are trying to take as much as you can to to basically create your own. 
basically take a piece of the pie of what the Ascend group has left out. Right. Okay. So that's that's the that's the motivation mm. for your character. Yes. Yes. So I played about four or five hours of it. I love it so, so far. Okay. The 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 aesthetics of it. The I think the aesthetics of it is so fucking colorful. It's so vibrant. It's it how I would describe the ambiance of the ascent is you take Hong Kong and you take New right. Tokyo. Okay, these two, these two cities, uh -huh. and you take the film uh -huh. Elysium and the film Blade Runner, and you mix all of this together, you basically get the ascent. So there's a lot of visuals to render in your brain, man. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, I'm just gonna break it down really <laughs> slow. Okay, you take Hong Kong, yeah. Neo Tokyo, and the film Elysium and Blade Runner. And you basically can paint like a mental visual image of the ascent in your head. Right. Okay. Right. So so it's 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 very it's it's very dense. It's very sporadic. The the livelihood uh, within the ascent or within Veles is it's so it's so filled with life. Okay. And I'm actually quite mm -hmm. surprised because I did found out that uh, that the ascent was only made by eleven people, and a new studio. So so it's it's actually quite surprising. So it's it's an eleven man team? Yeah, it's an eleven man and team. It's a brand new studio. It, it it is a brand new studio, yes. Shit. So it's it's made by Who it's made knows, by man? this Swedish indie game studio called Neon Giant. And if I click on their and if I click on their their name here on Google, they have only created one game, which is the Ascent. So so really props wow. props to them man right uh, yeah do you know how long do uh, you know how long no, the I, development I, process took I don't think so I I don't think I have that information but yeah mm. uh, eleven man team based in Sweden indie game uh, breathtaking views and I believe they they capture the whole aesthetic of a dystopian cyberpunk really well right it's uh -huh. it's like uh, Ghost in the Shell do you know of Ghost in the Shell um, hold on, hold on. Ghost in the Shell. That's uh, is it Scarlett Johansson. Uh, yeah, I mean, no. like, like it's is that, uh, Scarlett is that Angelina Jolie. No, no, Scarlett Johansson. That's the that's the the real life remake. What's the word for it? Real life life. It's a live action remake. Life, thank you so much. It's the live action remake. From <laughs> Ghost in the Shell was like yeah. an anime that came out in the early nineties, and and it was, it's oh. it's just very, very it's a. Cyberpunk dystopian world, okay? Uh, the gunplay, the, the gunplay for the Ascent is very satisfying. However, there's a couple of things that I don't like about the gunplay. The enemies come well, out it's like- It's isometric, right? First of all. It's, it's isometric. It's, it's top down, just, right. like, just like Hades mm -hmm. and, and a couple of other in, indie games. Uh, okay. The voice acting, bef before I go into the things that I don't like, the voice acting for the game is really well done. But uh, besides human characters, you also see like big, ugly, alien-ish characters. Mm -hmm. And you can actually hear in the voice acting that they did pick someone big size or, or someone with a very rugged voice to actually voice that. So, so it, it, the, the voice itself really fits the character. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, those are, those are the smallest they details. Have like that a I'm, like a deep raspy. Yeah, they, they they have a very deep raspy like like very. Angry is it voice. so raspy that it's caustic? 
It, or... it's, it's it's almost caustic. It's almost caustic-ish cool. voice acting. That's but, cool. But you That's can cool. really tell that they put effort into into the voice acting and, and also the post-production of the game. Right? So this is what I don't like. As much as it's okay. ISO ma- matrix top top down view, uh-huh. the camera angles are static. So so it's only a it's it's only a, a one view camera angle. You can't move your you can't move your like like uh your your stick what's that stick controller thing called again? I think? Joystick? Yeah, you can't move your you can't move your joystick and move the camera around to see what's what's on your left and right. If enemies are shooting at you, you actually have to see where the gunshots are coming from. You can't really move your camera to see like that general oh. di- like like that general di- direction where So you have to move your entire character that way. Yes. Yes, you you have to move your uh, entire character that way to see where they're coming from. Uh sometimes right. because it's top-down view and it's a cyberpunk dystopian world there's there's a lot of industrial uh industrial scenery right things like billboards right. things like pipings things like uh ceiling that sometimes will be in your way right it will block like 30 40% of of your screen and you're like hey bro what the fuck right what what am i trying to do where am i trying to go why is the camera so fucking stupid uh another thing that i don't like is the lack of customization uh when when you jump into a game you can't you can somewhat modify your character, but unlike Cyberpunk 2077, uh, what you can only change the aesthetics or or like the skin color, how old you are, uh, how you want your character to, to look like. You can't really go into details. What what would you what would you have preferred to be able to customize? Um and I'm and I, I'm trying to put this because this game is so much like cyberpunk, I just want to put it side by side with cyberpunk. You know, cyberpunk had a, mm-hmm. had a pretty extensive uh, level of customization. Yeah. You could, um, you could even change the size of your, 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 doll. uh, your, your, yeah, your, your, your sex organs. Your schlong. Right. right. Uh, and I you could w- change the color of your pubes and shit. I wish I could change the, the body size of my character, like skinny to buff. Okay. Right? Uh, I wish I have more more options when it comes to choosing the face of my character, because it's 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 all Caucasian. Just like it's all Caucasian face. Uh, there is no like, and there, you no, can't change like the size of the nose, no, I mean, the like, ears, I mean, the height of the ears. I, I, I understand. That. I understand why they took that route because it's isometric. And when when yeah. you equip like a like a mask or like a, a goggles, it actually blocks your face. It doesn't matter. But to me, I kind of want to play like this futuristic Asian character, which yeah. which I yeah. can't. I mean, right? Which I can't. Yeah, but it's I, I mean, it's the it's the same thing though. Going back to that point you just said, hmm. even in Cyberpunk, you could customize so much, but it's it's in first person. So being able to see it, I think, comes second to the fact that you want to be able to do it because. You know? Be, being an RPG game, I I would like to kind of like like dip my toes into role playing as like a futuristic Asian guy. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. So so I, I wanna mean, like, I wanna wanna pick your brain on something here. Mm, okay. okay. Um, we both play RPG games, mm-hmm. and we've played RPG games where you can customize your um how how your character looks, right? What kind of RPG player are you? Are you the kind that would want your RPG character to look kind of like this fantasy version of of you? Or 
do you try and make them look exactly like you? No, no, no. I, 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 I would say that when I play RPG games, they would be, they have hints of my, my, my general facial features. Yeah, like like yeah. my general facial features and and somewhat of a bit of my character. But knowing that yeah. it's it's always in a what if situation. Right, like a fantasy world. Uh, I I would always change them to kind of fit that world itself. Right, if if I'm playing, let's say Skyrim for example, I would play like a yeah. a Asian looking elf, if that makes sense. <laughs> right, right. Uh, like like when I play cy- cy- Cyberpunk, it's it's uh, when I was playing as V, I tried to make him as Asian as possible, but but knowing that I just want to go in. In the story itself, I just didn't bother much of it. But going back to your question, I I always try to make them as Asian as possible, right? So so that as Asian I, as the game allows you to as, be, yeah, as Asian as the game allows me to be, because uh, that's that's my POV of a RPG game, right? If it doesn't right. if it doesn't feel like the character is someone that I can care about, then there's yep. there's kind of like no point of me proceeding, right? Yeah, but, no, yeah, no, I get you. I spend a lot of time customizing my characters yeah. before I start the game e- because I want them to look exactly like me. And it, and I'm not talking about a fantasy version. I'm talking about like, like regular like, old like me, like one the bald one. head, the big nose, the yeah. the facial hair, yeah. the the body size. I want it to look exactly the way I do. Even I get more excited when the game is in third person and I get to do all that shit. Yeah, man. You know? So for me, it, it's it like... Might, it might be because I'm a narcissist or it could be that I just... I just... I appreciate shit the way I look. I look good. Sure, man. You you do look good. <laughs> just, just, just for validation's sake, you do look good, buddy. Thanks, uh, man. Yeah. Anyway, go, going back to the cust, uh, customer... I, I, I was about to say customer creation. Customer! Uh, customer creation. Uh, going back <laughs> to the custom creation. creation uh, the, the, the lack of hair options is ridiculous. The lack of clothing is ridiculous. I wish there is more aesthetically pleasing customization that the Ascent allows the, the players to choose from. Uh, what okay so apart from facial features and body size what else do you think they could have done better with customization what could they have added that would have made that experience so much better than it is giving me the option to choose the body size like i mentioned before uh come on man you can't you can create a, a rpg game with like like uh, customization without letting people choose what kind of facial structure they want. Right. Right. It's because, all templated. Yeah, it's all templated. It's it's all Caucasian templates. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. It's, oh, okay. it's, it's 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 mostly Caucasian templates. Like they're like, oh yeah, not uh, even like African Americans. You can change I, your skin. Okay. You can For, change your skin. I don't, skin want, I don't tone. want to turn this into like a race thing. Yeah. But. I mean, like you can change your skin tones. You can be like super pale or super dark, and 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 that's okay. kind of it. And 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 that's kind of it. But you, but you're still you're, you're still essentially Caucasian. Yeah, like you, you're just a you tanned can, Caucasian. You, you can either be a super pale Caucasian or super dark Caucasian. Get it? Right. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah, so I customization get uh, it's not not really that impressive. Uh, the 
story, the, the single player... Okay, so there is co-op options as well. However, I mm-hmm. don't really have any friends that would like to play the game. So I, I'm, I'm completely fine playing in single player. So when it comes when to... The, when it comes to the... Uh, wait for it, I think. Wait for it. When it comes to co- co-op, I can't... I, can't comment anything on that because I have yet to try it. But when it comes to the single player campaign, when it comes to the single player story, the single player quest, it it falls off a bit the scale because the story is a bit lazy in my opinion. Sometimes, uh, oh. sometimes it's just like your your basic. Okay, you get a quest. You go to point A. You kill some. You kill some guys, you you get some stuff, you come back, you return the quest, you level up, or, or you get an item or you get money. Uh it's it's very generic. It's it's nothing it's it's nothing offset of impressive. So so it's it's basically just you grinding for levels, for money, for weapons, just to level up and and move forward with the storyline it, itself. And that kind of happens uh in, in the beginning of the game itself. It kind of happens a lot. So you right. you have to basically just rinse and repeat the the same kind of missions, right? Go right. to point A, do objective B. Go uh go to point C, do objective D, and then come back and return everything, right? Rinse and repeat. It's it's very lazy. I I wish they could have more creativity in in terms of mission, but. Again, it's a it's mm. a very small team. It's a very new development. I I I ain't going here's, to. Yeah. Here here's what I have to say to that. Right. I think because I've played a couple of I've played a few RPG games in my in my lifetime, and I realized that the the number one thing that makes RPG games, um, I don't want to use the word fail. Um, I think what I would say is. What makes an RPG game uh, less than average or what makes an RPG game above average is how how well designed each quest is, right? Mm-hmm. How, how much of the story you. you go through to get to get through that quest. And I think the mistake that some RPG games do is they make those side quests or even main quests too easy. Right. And the example that I want to bring up here is cyberpunk. Right. It had the best graphics like I've ever seen. Subjectively. Subjectively with the the lights. Yeah. I mean, mean, if you if you have if you have like the best freaking PC. Fair enough. You'd have you'd have the best graphics in a video game in cyberpunk. Right. It's Mm -hmm. it's it's not optimized, but it looks good. And um, the world is the world is huge. It was designed well. But at the core of it, when you interact with the world, that's when things start to fall apart, right? The quests were lazy. The quests were, it, it was just, it, it felt like they just needed to add something somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's, it, feels know, like, if, it feels like filler quests. What I hate yeah, most it are feels like, like, yeah, sorry, go ahead. What I hate most is like hand-holding quests, where, where you have to hold the hand of the yeah. NPC just to just to go from point A to point B and nothing happens. It's like, oh yeah. You could have just called me, you know? Yeah. You, yeah, you, no, yeah, yeah. I hate that. Yeah. And I hate when you have to you have to bring and if you when you have to bring an NPC somewhere, because the faster you walk, they don't walk 
they don't fall they don't match your speed so you're gonna have to fucking like, walk like you really have to match slow the, yeah you have to match their speed right yeah dude i mean like i'm the one who paid for the fucking game anyways um so the world like the world building was all fine but it just felt like the quests and the storyline was was an afterthought mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in um in cyberpunk what i realized was the the storyline that they've built it's what's the word that i what's the word that i can use here hold on um i want to be right when i say this mm-hmm. take your time the storyline for cyberpunk felt like it lacked creativity and it's not the first time that i felt it in a different rpg game right it felt like they wanted to they focused so much on building a beautiful game that they forgot that the essence of it what really sticks with players is how much they're able to interact with it or else it's just a movie with nice visuals right i agree with you and i see that in some games and it kind of it always just turns me off like i want if i wanted a, if i wanted an easy game i'd probably just play something else you know i want something that's going to take hours of my day that's that's the point of rpg like, games for I, me at least i, I, I it's think an escape for me right I, I think what what you're trying to say is that you are you paid money to to dwell into a futuristic uh fiction world fictional world and you want to be yeah. super immersed into it i think the 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 word you're looking yeah. for is immersive right. experience right like why yeah. why would i pay money for a game that i can't feel like i'm in the game it, it, yeah i want to feel like it's i'm just like a chore yeah I, I want to feel like i'm in the first person view of the character that i'm playing not a third person view right that's I w- right i want to be the person i create yeah i definitely agree with you man uh th- there's a there's a couple of downfalls to like uh the sand and that is that definitely one of it uh sorry sorry cyberpunk 2077 that's the biggest like like draw downfall for for it uh for cyberpunk yeah, yeah for cyberpunk and and the last thing i dislike about the sand is how and enemies are always too bullet spongy like you're in a futuristic yeah, elaborate, elaborate that yeah what, what does that there, mean uh you are okay okay okay, okay. you are in the future right you have laser guns right. you have energy weapons right. you have bullets yeah. that 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 are considered smart bu- bullets for example okay yeah you're supposed to kill them in one shot but sometimes like like <laughs> the most basic grunts like the most basic grunts like someone in game like like the enemy is in game he's wearing a singlet he looks like a punk and and he's holding a bat charging to me dude it takes me 7 right. 8 shots to really take him down and then here I am holding like oh, a okay. yeah here here I am holding like a submachine gun trying to take him down, and and he he still runs towards you and I was like dude right, come the, on man the DTK is yeah. too long like yeah. like if you if you tell me like this enemy is like have super heavy body armor like like super plated body armor with like with like yeah. helmet on and, and and like a and like a riot shield yeah sure I I completely understand if it takes me more than one hit to kill that guy but yeah but. If he's just wearing a singlet and, and, and some jeans with some, some <laughs> punk spiky hair r- running towards you with a bat. Dude, come on, man. 
You know, I'm, I'm holding I'm holding a submachine gun, like two hits, I want to say three hits, fine, fair enough. Four hits, a bit pushing it. But you, I, I finish an entire clip and he's still fucking charging at me. And oh, it's like, oh man. come on, man. I get it. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like, it sounds like instead of adding the challenge into the entire quest, they, 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 it, it feels like the, the storyline of the quest itself was lazy. So they had to make up for that laziness by making the enemies harder to kill, which I, is, I which feel, is not an ideal situation. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not an ideal situation. So, sometimes I go into gunfights, sometimes I purpose, I purposely avoid gunfights because I'm too fucking yeah. lazy. To just go through the experience. To get into the hole, How, yeah. However, I did mention that the gunplay is very engaging. So uh -huh. so it's like XCOM. Uh, it, it's like strategy games where, where you actually have to hide behind... Uh, you have to hide behind covers and you can just submarine them. Uh, submarine is basically a term where you hide behind cover and you just shoot above your head. Yeah, submarining. Uh, yeah, that that is very s satisfying. The twin stick shooting is very in interesting because you can run and gun at, at, at the same time. Oh, uh, what so what's a twin stick shooting? This this is called twin stick shooter. A twin stick shooter. So you you move with one with one joystick and you aim with another joystick. You get it? Wouldn't that be any first person shooter on the controller? No. No. First person shooter is called a first person shooter because it's first person. But but when it comes to like isometric, it's called a twin stick sh shooter. Because, okay. Because you oh. you kind of have like a twin twin joystick and you run. Uh, for for like your left joystick, you you can move to different direction, and the right joystick is for where you aim Wait. different direction. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So, so this is move. Hold on. Oh shit! Ah. Your, your camera cut off again. Yeah. Take okay, a second. Okay. 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 So this. Okay. So so this for is the, this is move. Yeah. For the podcast this audiences is out out there, uh, what Afi is doing is he is holding his Xbox controller and he is moving the left and right joystick. So, so Afi, you were saying. Okay. So so th this is, so I move I move with this and I aim with this, right? Yes. You 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 move with the left joystick and you aim with the right joystick and your R two trigger is to fire. Yeah. Okay. So I so I move and then like this and then, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I get it. Yeah. That's basically me trying to mansplain what a twin stick shooter is to Afik. But yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's that's why they call it a, a twin stick sh shooter. So yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Why? Okay, why I why I told you not to buy it and why I'm completely fine with not playing co-op with like friends is that I only uh -huh. in the score of ep epicness. I'm giving this only a 3.4 out of 5. And and that is it's a okay. it's a good game. But it's not 84 ringgit good. I would say it's Oh, it's 84 bucks. Yeah. So anyways, uh yeah, uh sorry for this weird cut. I had some delivery outside. Anyways, uh as I was saying, it is not 80 ringgit good. It is 50 ringgit good. Or even like, or, or, good, or, huh? or or even like, thirty nine ninety nine ringgit good. It's, it's it's not it's not eighty ringgit good. <laughs> right, right. So right. it's like uh, uh, what do you call that? Um, okay, from how would you? Where would it stand in in like tiers? Like oh, B tier. 
C plus. C plus. So it's Damn. like a it's like a C plus. Like uh, in 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 our in our talking points here, I did add a TLDR. Too long didn't read or like too long didn't play. Um, if you're looking for a casual shooter RPG, definitely give this a try. However, wait for a discount because it's not worth RM eighty in my opinion. So how how I normally play the Ascent is like when I'm really winding down and I just want to, you know, do some twin stick shooting, some some mindless shooting, and then I hop on. But don't get me wrong, the storyline is very interesting. If you are looking yep. for something cyberpunk-ish that, that you, you you just want to immerse yourself and just soak up all that all that neon, vibrant, aesthetic world of of what Earth or like a, a alien planet will look like in the next five hundred to a thousand years. The Ascent is yep. does that really really well. Gunplay, gameplay does it really really well. There are some things that I would like change, but overall it doesn't affect it doesn't affect. Uh, my love for this genre, this title, and this game itself. I only give it a C plus and a 3.4 out of 5. It's because it's just not worth the price. Right? It's it's just definitely not not worth the price. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so I will wait for a sale to come to come about. Mm-hmm. And then I will get it when the sale is there and then we can play the co-op thing. Because I'm yeah. I kinda I, I don't think I don't think we play a lot of co-ops. You yeah, know? yeah. Because like, I don't think we've done we've done because, any co-op games. Because together. speaking speaking about co-op, speaking about co-op, the 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 next game that I just want to name drop here is uh Back for Blood because I I kind of got right. I I kind of got the open beta invitation which I like signed up for God knows how fucking long ago. Uh, I honestly telling you, I think honestly telling you, I wish I could play this game with you, like like I I really wish that I could play Back for Blood with you because like hey, why not as, man as, why, why can't we can, can i can i not sign up anymore i'm glad you asked that question afik because the open beta <laughs> is only open for four fucking days right and and right i i don't think the invitation is available anymore unless you can get it off like i don't know reddit or or if you're lucky enough to to, to get a code but right. why why i say that i don't think you will be able to get this game because i'm not getting the game itself so before I, I right, jump, just playing the beta. Yeah, before I jump into my love for the genre and the game itself, right? The pre-order costs you two hundred and five ringgit, I think. And and yeah, while and, and when I am playing for yesterday, I played about six hours, like like a solid six hours of the game. The entire time I'm trying to justify in my head as I kill, why and how would you justify people buying this game for 205 ringgit? And for six hours, I think for six hours, I tried almost everything. I cannot justify why I would recommend you or our audiences to spend 205 ringgit for a game that I would comfortably pay 100 ringgit for. It's it's not worth it. And I actually have a theory for it. I I have a theory for it. Okay. Okay. Back for Blood is published. uh, Okay, hold on. Just let just to just to get my facts right, okay? Okay. okay. I'm listening. Okay. Back for Blood is developed by Turtle Rock Studios and is published by right. Warner 
Brothers, okay? And the platforms that right. are coming out for it is the PlayStation uh, 4, 5, the Xbox One, Series X and S, and also Microsoft Windows. So, okay. so my theory of why the game is being priced 205 ringgit is, I think Microsoft gave them a lot of money. This game is free for Xbox Game Pass users at day one. Oh, okay. And Xbox. You Game make Pass, a solid point. Xbox you make a pretty Game solid point. Pass price and Xbox Game Pass price is. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, it's fourteen dollars or like fifteen dollars. Uh, see all plans. Okay. He, here we go. For PC, first month is one dollar, and then it's ten dollars a month. But if you go for the ultimate, first what month is jump, one dollars. Right? Yeah. First month is one dollars for trial i'm assuming and then you you you're, you're gonna pay 15 dollars a month every month okay and okay if but you, what, are, what what are the differences uh, okay i see it yeah there's a lot you can play games from from the cloud there's free perks including in-game contents and partner offers exclusive member discounts and deals so my theory is they are trying to push people to go for xbox game pass because i did see the reviews on reddit and uh meta Critic. A lot of online people, o- online people, is that even a word? A lot of people online. Yeah, sure, man. Yeah. A lot of people online are saying, like, oh, I can't wait to play this on my Xbox Game Pass at day one. And people like me and you, right? You subscribe to, to EA, EA's ga- Game Origin, Pass. Yeah, EA yeah. Play. Yeah, yeah, EA Play. And I did mention a couple of months ago that I, I, I don't really like to subscribe for game passes like, like this. It just doesn't right. make sense for me. I just rather pay full price for a game that I quote unquote own in my Steam account. Yep. So Back for Blood actually somewhat convinced me to like, okay, I don't mind paying a dollar a month and then $10 a month later on just to kind of play the content of what Back for Blood have to offer. Okay. Right. But I, again, I played almost five, six hours of the game yesterday. I, I had tried out the, the the full extent of the campaign, uh, Act 1, uh, Act, Act 1 up to level 4. I have, I, I sat in front of the script this morning and I tried to type out a justification of like why you, Afik, or why you, our audience, should buy Back for Blood. And nothing pops you out of my it. head. Yeah, no, nothing pops out of my head. It's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Just spend $205 or like 205 ringgit on this game. And 205 ringgit is the base price, I think. 305 gives you gives you the, the premium pack. And 405 gives you the ultimate pass, which comes with like... Uh, 405? Yeah, 405 ringgit what? Give, gives you the... The game pass. No, what's the what's the in game what's the in game game like battle game pass? pass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your battle pass, which unlocks. Why does it have to be so yeah. expensive? See? I don't get See? it. See, that's my theory. They are trying to push people to like Xbox, uh, uh, ultimate game pass and a PC game pass. So, so, I I, I don't know, man. I I have no nice words for it. Man. And, and and I'm not even gonna justify it. What uh, I'm gonna what I'm gonna tell you off the bat is like it's not worth 205 ringgit, right? If you are thinking to get back for blood, yeah, it doesn't yes, sound like it is. Like like go for it. Like buy back for blood, but don't buy don't buy the full game itself. Buy the first month of the Xbox mm-hmm. 
Game Pass for a dollar. If you really like mm-hmm. it, stick for another month, ten dollars. That's worth it, right? That's worth it. Uh, I foresee you playing this for a month or two, and you can just unsubscribe to it, <laughs> right? It's, it's uh, worth- honestly, dude. This this Xbox Game Pass thing is is really interesting right now. I'm I'm looking at it and I kind of want it, man. No, no, no. Because of Back for Blood. Whatever I say in the uh, previous episodes of like, I yeah. don't believe in subscription because because of my love for like the zombie shooter genre, the co-op, yeah, yeah. the co-op shooter genre. If I can play with my friends, if I can play with my friends, like the entire fucking campaign, I would consider paying $10 a month for like a couple right. of months just to, just to finish the campaign and the storyline of what the Total right. Rock has like set out for us, right? Yep. Uh, so 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 yeah, that's that's kind of like my take. Look, uh, there's like you can play you can play Doom, all the Dooms. You can mm-hmm. play all the Dishonored. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like an ad, but it's not. It's not. A, it's definitely not an ad, right? Uh, we are on the Final Xbox Fantasy. We are on the Xbox Game Pass PC games, and there, dude, yeah. there, there is there is a lot of games. There is a, a lot of games that you can actually try out. You know, even the yeah. Ascent, the Ascent, Gears of War. The the Ascent is on the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Flight Simulator is on the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, a plague. Uh, a Plague Tale, Innocence, Age of Empires. Dude, there is like 15 pages of games, you know? Zombie Army, oh, Day no. War 4, it's all there. Zoo Tycoon is there too, dude. Oh no, I'm so close. I'm so close, dude. If you are, if you are, if you are, let me know. I would pay for a month too, just so that I can play Back for Blood with you. <laughs> right? Like, like let, let me know. I, I will break my game subscription virginity if I know someone else is there yeah. playing back for black with me, right? Okay. No, you know, you know why? It's it is it's just got so much more than EA. Than yeah, than EA Play. Mm. I mean, I I'd still pro- I'd still keep my EA Play subscription for like FIFA, mm-hmm. right? But there's just so many more games yeah. to play on Xbox I, I, Game I Pass, dude. Like there's a lot of games on Xbox Game Pass. Again, guys, 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 guys. This is not an ad. Not okay? an ad. I, I, they, Microsoft Xbox did not pay us any single <laughs> ring. They, they didn't even give us a single cent. Okay, I'm just telling you, because of Back for Blood, I actually don't mind breaking my my Game Pass virginity. Just for the yep. love, just for the love of zombies, killing zombies, Left for Dead, Back for Blood, uh, maybe some some uh, flight simulator games. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I was watching. I was watching Tim the Tatman yeah. last night, and he also had a hashtag ad stream, um, which was Back for Blood. He was playing Back for Blood yesterday, and his stream title was Xbox Game Pass, um, Back for Blood Day One release or something See, like that's, that. That's what I'm trying to say, man. They purposely hike up the price of the of the base game. To to, right. to to let you compare is like, do I want to pay 250 ringgit or yeah. or do I want to subscribe to the well, Xbox Game Pass dollar. To, for a dollar? For a dollar, right? That's a huge comparison, right? If if yeah. if, I, if I tell you I think let's let's go for like a lobster meal, right? And and the lobster meal is like 200 ringgit or 
We can go to this all-you-can-eat lobster buffet for 50 ringgit. Of course we go for the yep. lobster buffet, right? Because the, yep. the, the Game Pass, like the Xbox Game Pass or like EA Play is basically a lobster, like all-you-can-eat lobster buffet. Yeah. Right? And yeah. So, okay, 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 guys, guys, I, 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 we, we, this theory is like way, like, like went way <laughs> off the rails, right? So, again, like I say, like I said, if you want to get Xbox Game Pass before you press that, that purchase or like add to cart or like you fill in your credit card details, let me know. Okay. I'll sure. jump, I'll jump on the bandwagon with you. Just, just so that I, I can play back for blood with someone I know. Okay. And speaking I, uh, of back for blood, I, I already downloaded the Xbox app. <laughs> I'll, I'll but download I don't it. Know <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay. And and speaking of back for blood, let me bring the show back on track, okay? Because I I do have some some quips that I love and and things that I dislike yep. about back back for blood. I'm just gonna go through yep. it really really quickly, okay? Uh, yeah, go so ahead, man. I tried out my day one of the four day beta pass for back for blood, and here's what I think. Okay. For those of you who are like, hey, Kel, hey, Afik, what is Back for Blood? Think of Left 4 Dead, okay? Back for Blood is the 2021 version of Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. It is, it is supposed right. to be Left 4 Dead 3, but Valve, knowing Valve, they, they never count to 3, okay? Right. And hence why Back for Blood is called Back for Blood, not, not like Back for like Zombie <laughs> Killer 3. Like, they completely skipped 3. Uh, so Back for Blood is the 2021 update or like the 2021 successor to what we know of Left 4 Dead fr fr franchise. Right. Uh, the zombies are still like the, the normal zo zombies are still slow and very predictable. You can one mm -hmm. shot kill them in easy mode or like two shot if you're, if you're playing like veteran mode, etc. Uh, there are special zo zombies. And the special mm -hmm. zombies are very similar to to the ones that we know on uh, from the Left 4 Dead. You have your you have your stalker zombie, which is like the hunter. You have uh, the reeker, which is like boomer. You have tall boy, which is like the charger, and you have a couple of more that that we have yet to see in the beta itself, right? So in the beta, yeah, I see we, some pretty huge ones in a yeah. lot of game plays. Uh, that, that's one. the The huge one is called the ogre which is like a five, five, six stories tall monster. Uh, you, Damn, did, you, you did see that, uh, you did see that in the first game, gameplay itself. Uh, I, the trailer? Yeah. The like, gameplay trailer that we saw? Yeah. Even in the beta itself, I have encountered the ogre and that right. motherfucker is hard to kill. That motherfucker is hard to kill, right? And, and he's, he's huge. Very, very intimidating. So the, the special zombie itself is, the special zombie itself, you, you don't need a lot of visualization. Just think of the same monsters that we that we've encountered in Left 4 Dead. Same same thing, different name. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh gunplay, huge improvement. Huge improvement. In in, in Left 4 Dead, we have like the most basic uh 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 M14. The sorry, the, the M4. The M4? The, the, the M4, the M16, the AKs, a uh, couple of shotguns that we see, uh the, the pistols are all the same. But but in Back for Blood, there is actually an array of of weapons, right? You have a hatchet, you have a fire axe, you have a, a machete, you have a lot of things. You, you you have a lot of things. And when it comes to guns, there is the AK, you have the RPD, 
you have the M249, you have the M4, you have the M16, you have the SCAR. It's 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 basically a lot, like a lot of options. They've of expanded. Guns. Yeah. They've expanded and the arsenal. Yeah, the, the arsenal has definitely been expanded. Uh, it also comes with attachments this time around. There is expanded magazines, uh, expand, extended I don't know the word for it. I'm not really a gun guy. Uh, There's a lot, a lot of attachments. Barrel? You're talking about a barrel? Thank you. Thank you. I like how I did this. I like how I did this. Like, like uh, for, for, for the people listening on the podcast, I was doing like a stroking. I was doing like a stroking. I was doing a stroking motion, right? And after it was like the barrel. This uh, is extending thing. Yeah, yeah. The the extending extending thing. Yeah, right? Uh, Yeah. uh, Extended barrel that actually increases the the damage. And yeah, the the, the, the gunplay. The the gunplay, the attachments that that come with it, very, very, very well done. Uh, Right. Another thing I love is like, unlike left... Left for Dead 4 where you have four characters to choose from in Back for Blood there is actually a, a, a whole roster of characters that you can pick and they're, they're not only characters that are just for the sake of being characters right every character come, comes with their own perk uh, some character gives you 10% damage bonus some characters give you expanded in- inventory some characters give you 10% mo- movement speed and, and it's all actually team play like if if I does get that 10%, affect the team? It it does affect no. It it doesn't affect the team. Uh, there is that there is personal perk and team perk. So the personal oh, okay. perk will will give you like ten percent movement speed, but the team perk will will give you a boosted movement like like X amount percentage of movement speed itself, right? I see. And, and the most, oh, that's cool. The most. My favorite factor, uh, it's it's a bit of a hit or miss for me. Is the introduction of deck build. Do you hear the dog? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's <laughs> uh, my neighbor's dog. Uh, it's it's a hit or miss for me. Is the right. deck building factor? So you can create decks up to sixty cards, and and all these cards will would give you different perks, right? Some cards give you extra stamina. Some cards give you boosted mm-hmm. sorry excuse me I just burped boosted re- oh, good. reload speed some cards give you extra health extra life so if you're down you can actually re- re- revive yourself and and it's very very and it's very interesting because you after you finish a campaign or after you finish a level within the campaign you you get like 30 cr- credits and those credits will slowly a- accumulate and you can go back to to the safe zone and and go to the go to the there's dogs barking and baby screaming outside <laughs> yeah anyways you you can go back to the safe zone and kind of like buy buy new cards that you, that you can put into your deck right so okay. it says here uh, i think you've written this down um when you start a match you immediately draw and activate the first card and in between rounds, you'll get to equip and activate three cards from your deck, randomly drawn from a set of five. So every person gets to draw. Um, every person gets to activate three cards. Yeah. Uh, so so if it's a full squad. The, it's like twelve cards. Yeah. Uh, however, okay. I I don't know if it's character specific buff. Yeah. It it is. Or team it buff. Is, it is a uh, it is character specific buff. Like it it only buffs your character. So one of my favorite cards okay. is like is like. 
you remember in, in, in Left 4 Dead, you can actually use the, the melee button to actually push so- zombies away? My bro, I don't remember shit from it's Left 4 Dead, my fine. man. So in Left 4 Dead, when you, press, <laughs> when you press V, which is the melee button, you push zo- zombies away. So in Back 4 Blood, there's actually this card that switches your, your fist to like a knife. So instead of pushing Ooh. them away, you you do a melee instant kill to the zombie. So as you Ooh. as you shoot as you shoot the zombie and as you I re- like that. and as you reload, the zombie will come towards you and you can just hit V and you just like like one 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 punch kill one yeah, 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 one yeah, yeah, yeah. melee kill them. Yeah. So so yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's one of my favorite perks. That's that's one of my my, my favorite perks. Up. Uh, oh, I like that. That that, that that's quite sick. Yeah. It it is. So. I give okay. I'm gonna give two reviews here. Okay, I'm, you I'm, can't, I'm, man. You gotta give one, man. Okay, we, okay. we have we have to be real. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna <laughs> score it in the score of happiness for Back for Blood in its face value. I'm I'm not even gonna rate it for its right. uh for its game pass. Okay, right. Face value. It's like a three point one for me. Again, Great. I would I would give it a four, but just because of the price point, I I just don't yep. want you to waste money on it. Okay, right. I give it a three point right. one because I I give it a three point one because dude, I'm very biased when it comes to like zombie shooter games. I would give it a five out of five if I could, right? But like you said, I think there's <laughs> there's no such thing as five out of five because it's not perfect. Uh, yeah, unless it's San Andreas, unless it's San Andreas or like Vice City. Uh, back for blood worth the money worth playing with your friends uh, gameplay is amazing uh, story campaign is good decent if you play it with friends it's a 5 out of 5 if you play it alone it's a 3 but with the price but 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 with the Hold price on. tag of like 205 ringgit oh fucking worth it guys and I know I said give one rating, but I'm kind of curious. What would you rate it at when you take into consideration that it's available on Xbox Game Pass for a dollar for the first month and 10 months every subsequent month? 10, uh, 10 ringgit every subsequent month. $10.4.5 out of 5 on a skill. Yeah, it's, it's, it went, up, went up a lot, man. Yeah. It, I, I rated a 3.1 out of 5 on a scale of epicness if you have to pay 205 ringgit for it. Right. But if right. you're paying a dollar, if you're paying a dollar for the first month and like $9.99 a month, I, I would boost it up to 4.5 because of the value you're getting back. Gee, right? man. The, the value you know what that being, means? The, the, the value being like you can actually play with friends which, which enhances the gameplay immediately. And you don't have to pay, spend two hundred and five. Microsoft about to get some great idea from me, bro. Hey, don't, don't, don't. hold it first, dude. Don't don't do it like the last episode where where halfway through the episode you fucking bought a game and you, I have to see you playing it. Okay, hold, I was hold, playing it, dude. Hold I was your playing horses. It. I was playing it. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. So so yeah, just to reiterate really really quickly, uh, the ascent is at three point four. Just wait for a sale and back for blood. Not worth the 205 ringgit if if you're okay if you're completely okay with spending on like monthly subscription then yes get it it's it's a four out of five for me 
Hey guys, before we jump to the last segment of the show, I think we'll be talking about Apex Legend and the brand new season. But before we go there, before we go there, could you do me a favor? Could you just go on iTunes or any Podchaser app? Give us a rating, you know, if you think we deserve three star, give us a three star. If you de- if you think we deserve a five star, give us a five star review. That would really help us go a long way. So, yeah, I, I hope you actually find the time to actually do that for us. It means the world to me, it means the world to Afik, and it kind of gives us more validation for us to do more episodes like this, right? So, yeah, looking forward to it, guys. Now, back to the show. I took a break from Apex for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I took what a break I'm from Apex now? because, yeah, I took a break from Apex uh, because I discovered my love for Warzone. And I don't know why I'm already attached to the game. I like the whole, I like the whole, um, the whole concept of it, right? I like that you, I like that there are contracts in the game. You can make money. I like that. I like the gulag. I like that when you die, you kind of get into a 1v1 and you have to win that 1v1 and get redeployed. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love the map. I love the gunplay. I mean, I've always loved uh, COD gunplay. It's always been good for me. I agree with you. And I like the plating system. Um, and I like, I, I especially like that um, you, there's a plating system and then you can't swap out your armor yep. right? like you can in Apex. Yep. So there's a pros and cons to it, right? If you were the one that's swapping, you'd be a fan of it. But if you were going up against someone who, were, who was doing the swapping, oh, you would hate it. Who does swapping better than you? Yes. You would hate, you would hate it, right? Um, but... I've been I've been jumping into Apex for a couple of reasons. The first reason is because season ten is there, mm-hmm. and I I I took a look at Seer, um, and I I love him. I love him a lot. Okay. Like, I would spend money on if Seer had an heirloom, I would buy five hundred Apex packs. Oh my lord! Just to get a Seer heirloom. Right? Is it really that good? Um. It's a personal preference thing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you in a little bit why I like Seer. But the second the second reason why I kind of moved to back to Apex is because Warzone has a lot of hackers at the moment. There, there are a lot of people that are hacking. Um, and I mean, as usual, Activision's not really doing anything about it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's partly the reason why you haven't gone on uh, Warzone too. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was so sick of it. I'm <laughs> so sick of it. Like, anyways, that's, that's a topic uh, for another it's, day. It's kind of a turn off. Uh, but the thing is, like, there are hackers in Apex as well, right? But number one, the f- one, they're not as blatant. Two, um, I think EA actually does something about it, even if you know it's not much. Activision's literally not doing anything at all, mm-hmm. you know, unless a big streamer is spectating someone who's cheating, and then you know he 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 makes he he makes noise about it, then Activision takes action. And we know what happens to the rest of us. What happens to like people like you and me? You know, if we, if we put in a report, nothing happens, right? So mm-hmm. that's beside the point. Um, so I started season 10 of Apex Legends. And the first thing I realized when I, when I launched the game, after I updated it, is it was downloading shaders, right? <laughs> and if you remember... <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you uh, download the shaders when we are downloading the update download for the, the fucking game? game. Exactly, Christ. it's the same thing in COD. But but I didn't have to install. Um, I didn't have to install shaders every time I logged on. So 
I had to install it the first time I launched it after the update, mm-hmm. and then it was good. But man, it's so different, dude. I realized that them requiring us to download and install the shaders was actually a good thing. Because if you get into the game now, you'd be surprised at how it looks. I mean, it looks, graphically, it looks the same. Mm-hmm. But the world just seems more vibrant. The green, the grass is greener. The the buildings are more, um, there's more color to it. And somehow you see enemies better. They're, I think the way that, the way that they've separated the enemies and the background and the world, mm-hmm. something to do with that you kind of see them better, which is good because sometimes you don't see them, right? Um, footsteps are still an issue. <laughs> you still don't hear someone who's close to you. Oh, okay. But, okay. But Seer is a game changer. Because he's wall hacking. At least. Because he's wall hacking. And dude, like Bloodhound is wall hacking too, right? Okay. Bloodhound, for me, Bloodhound is S tier. Okay. Right? His recon is so important. Right? But Seer takes that recon ability to the next level and enhances it. Right? Okay. His Q, his Q is is essentially so you have to aim somewhere. Um it doesn't have a wide range like Bloodhound. Bloodhound okay. has like a wide range for his recon. Okay. With Seer, it's it's pretty much just dead straight. But what it does is it shoots like a beam. And then this beam blows up into like a into like, like a, a few drones. Okay, okay. It's not a dome because a dome is his alt. But it's like a beam of drones. And if you're in that... that, that if you're in that drone's path, um, when it hits you, you it get stunned. It. Oh, sh- you, you get stunned. Your abilities, uh, you are locked from your abilities for like a second, which is important, by the way, because in that second that you yeah, want to run yeah. away, you if can you're, do if you're a, a lot pathfinder, of in a second. Yeah, if like if you're a pathfinder and you get hit by that, you can't zip away, right? And then, um, and then it does some damage. So it stuns, it damages, and it locks you from your ability for like a second. And that's a game changer because once, once you get hit with this beam of um, this beam of drones, drones, you get highlighted on the map. You get highlighted, not sorry, not on the middle. You get highlighted on the screen for your entire team, like and you can make if, a push. If I am hiding behind a wall and I got hit by the drone, you can see where I am. Exactly. And is it like and you know? Is it like cryptos? Yeah. Is it like crypto scan where where you can see like a, a hexagon above their head, or you can see the entire body? Of you it? you see their silhouette. Wow. You can see if they're crouching. Wow. You can see if they jump. You can see if they're climbing up a wall, right? And what makes this more OP is before you even use your Q, you can ADS, and then use your heartbeat sensor. So Seer has a heartbeat sensor, right? Whenever you AD, and by the way, you can ADS even when you don't have a weapon. So it's just like a hand hand gesture thing, but it's got it, it zooms in and it's an ADS motion. That's crazy. And then there's a heartbeat sensor that tells you where enemies are. So essentially, a seer should always enter an area first and scout, mm-hmm. right? And if an enemy appears on your heartbeat sensor and your heartbeat sensor turns yellow, 
it means they're in range for your queue. You get what I mean? <laughs> so it's, so that means you can that you can preempt your skill by using your heartbeat sensor, and the sensor will tell you it's like, dude, now is the time. Correct. And then once you scan Correct. them, you can then decide if you want to push or not. Correct. And what does the alt do? Okay, so the alt. Imagine, imagine you're rushing, okay, right? Okay. You're not rushing, you're rotating. Okay. You're rotating. Okay. And then you hear that another squad is fighting another squad and you want a third party, right? Because that's, that's the apex culture, right? You just you yeah. always look for third parties. Yeah. So you hear them fighting somewhere and you're like, okay, we got to push. So you push, but before you push, the seer goes up first. ADSs, heartbeat sensors, shit, there are enemies here. Locks on... Uh, uh, Changes direction to where the enemy is based on the heartbeat sensor. Q, get one guy on your radar. Kind of gauge the distance. Okay. Throw your alt. Throw your alt right in the middle of um, where the fight is. Of, of the gunfight. And, it, and it, 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 it blows up and it becomes a dome. And everyone within that dome is highlighted for a longer period of time. And you can see their footsteps. You can see their footsteps are marked, Dude. right? And so, just imagine, just imagine if you're a squad of Seer, Octane, and Revenant, right? Revenant puts down his alt. I put down my alt. Octane puts a jump pad. We jump in. What? We're what? invincible. And we know exactly where they are. What you're trying to tell me is like... If you have a team of a Octane, a Revy, and a Seer, mm -hmm. you can't blame the game for being bad, but you can only blame yourself for aiming bad. Because yes. the, the you know where they are. The game is building up for 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 you to not fail anymore, right? You exactly. you can't you can't tell people as a hey bro, what the fuck lag? Hey bro, no no no, what the fuck? The guy hacker, dude. I I gave you invincible. I gave you speed. I gave you wall hack. If you if you die, if you die, I mean, it's you really. It's suck. on you, man. Yeah, it's it's on yeah. you. It's it's like the developer is like, bro, this is you, bro. You suck. <laughs> you su you suck so bad, man. I gave yeah, man. you wall hack speed and in this, <laughs> fuck you doing, man. <laughs> dude, exactly, dude. I I can picture so many different gameplay like like Seer and Bangalore would be crazy, right? Seer. That's what we played yesterday. Seer and That's what we played yesterday would be crazy. Seer. We played um. Yesterday we played Seer, Bangalore, and. What was the other one? I think it was Horizon. Okay. It was okay. Dows and it was Dows and Trollin. Okay. So Dows was playing Horizon. Uh uh Trollin was playing uh Bangalore. And I was I was Seer, right? And we realized that Seer and Bangalore make a make such a good yeah. uh, make such yeah. a good team. Cause he smokes, I throw my alt, they don't know where we are, we know exactly where they are, and we push. Right? What? But I've made the mistake once of shooting a wall because I saw the silhouette through the wall and I thought he was like, he was right there. But I finished an entire mag into a wall and I was questioning why it didn't hit. It wasn't registering. <laughs> if you guys want to check out um, some Seer gameplay, uh, you go plug to twitch.tv slash retro ripples. One more time, but slower. Twitch.tv slash retro ripples. Or you can, you can, you can hit up my Instagram at afikkamardian underscore. Uh, there's a link tree in my bio. You can click that uh, 
and then it should take you to all the other all the other episodes of Epic Arcade, all the other podcasts under Renegade, as well as my Twitch stream. But yeah, man, Seer, my new main. I I was maining Bloodhound before. I was maining Bloodhound season nine, and I really enjoyed helping the team with um with the wall hacks. So Seer is kind of like Bloodhound, but better. Mm-hmm. It's a no-brainer that that's going to be my new main now. Dude, you, you are making me want to jump back to Apex, which I have already updated. Jump in, man. Okay, man. Jump in. Okay. We'll jump in tonight. Dude, I, I'm, playing, <laughs> I'm juggling so much games right now. <laughs> I'm playing Pokemon Dude, Unite. Fuck, I'm trying back for other games, Blood. Uh, I, I am playing The Ascent. I got work. Now Apex is back and it's better. Damn. You see what I mean? Like you need to have, you need to have a routine, dude. This is why I'm a one game guy. I, if if you see, I the stress, the stress that you're going through right now, I can't relate. I wish so I, I only was, play one game. I, I wish I was thirteen <laughs> again, dude. I, I wish I was thirteen again. Right. Yeah, man. Hold on. Huh? Yeah, that's it. That's uh, that's that's my experience with Apex Season Ten. Nice, man. Oh wait! Before we do that, before we do that, what's the scale of epicness meant for season ten? Oh, that's right, man. Damn, the tough one. Uh, it's a toughie. Um, man, hold on, I gotta think about this. Give me a second. Do, 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 it's gonna be biased, do. but it's a four. It's a four out of five. It's a, it's, it's four out of five. And I, it's four out of five. I'll tell you why. Uh, number one, seer, of course. Mm-hmm. Number two, what they've done to the game. Uh, it's more vibrant. Um. Number three, Apex has always been a fine game for me, mm-hmm. right? For, We've for always all of us, been, dude. For, Apex, for all of us. Yeah, Apex has always been like a four, a four out of five for me. If I look back at like season, season, I started playing in what, season five? Five? Four? Yeah, about that, about that. Season five? There's been five seasons since I've started. And it was my main game for the longest freaking time. So I I think I'd say 4.5. Uh, sorry, four out of five, not 4.5. Mm-hmm. It's a four out of five. That's it. That's that's my epicness level for Apex. And that's all the time we have for you guys this week. And as usual, please, we are looking forward for for you guys to tell us what you think about uh, games in August that you're looking forward to. Personally, I am looking forward to Back for Blood. I am looking forward to Alien Fireteam Elite. I definitely am enjoying a lot of the set. But looking at what Afik has said throughout the episode about uh, Apex Legends Season 10, dude, I... I am definitely jumping back on Apex and see what's all the hype about, man. And if there's something that you'd like to tell us, uh, something that you think we should do for our episodes, something that you think we should do for YouTube, we're always open to hearing from you guys. Um, You guys are the most important part of the show. You know, like we do this because we want you guys to enjoy our content. So if you do have something to tell us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at EpicArcadePod. DM us, tell us what you think about the topics we discussed today or any other topics that we've covered on this episode. So you know the drill by now. Just DM us, tell us what you think about the topics we've covered today or in any other episodes that we've done in the past. 